I have some very concerning news, people. The state has gotten hold of many of our wisdom teeth and has managed to digitally copy my voice. Luckily, it is a very, very bad copy. Here's what it sounds like in case you run into it. Elaine is good. We need her. Pass this USBB along to nearest administer so that she can BB safety. <laughs> like, I'm not crazy, right? I don't sound like that. I think I'd be offended if it didn't help us out so much in telling the difference between what is real and what is fake. Anyway, obviously, you've got a real one. Enjoy another episode of Elaine's Cooking Podcast for the Soul. Welcome back to Elaine's Cooking Podcast for the Soul, a show that shares nutrient-dense recipes from a nearly depleted food supply. Listeners, there is no doubt about it. Times are tense here in L.A., and although in years past this feeling was simply associated with heavy traffic or being followed home at night, it is at least mildly ironic that the absence of such things due to the nuclear event and subsequent population decrease has instead increased my general levels of anxiety. When I become intensely stressed out, sometimes I will close my eyes and imagine myself zooming out of my body and into the stratosphere. I imagine a view of the earth from above, and I observe our blue-green orb shrouded in white gauze of clouds. Underneath those clouds are billions, well, millions these days, I suppose, of people doing exactly what I'm doing, cleaning, reading, crying, trying to remember how to spell Massachusetts without the aid of the internet. When I see myself as one of these little anguished ants on this rock in space, day-to-day living becomes somewhat depressing, mundane, exquisite, and hilarious. In the face of the void of nothingness that likely swallows us whole at the end, every moment on this earth seems to be worth living, and part of that means having a little wholesome fun along the way. I'm your host, Elaine Martinez. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get cooking. Now, I am joined this week by a dear friend, Eliza Motes. Welcome, Eliza. Hello, Elaine. Thank you for having me. Well, of course. Thank you for being here. How can you be so... So... So happy! What do you mean? I mean, after all you just said, life is so pointless... I didn't say that life is pointless. I only think because every one of our gestures will be wiped away by time that nothing in life really matters. Is this what you tell everyone who walks into this dental practice of yours? No, normally I let Sam do the chit-chat, but dental hygiene is actually a great example. Our teeth are certainly going to rot in our living skulls and then eventually be replaced by dentures, if we're lucky. But knowing that doesn't mean we shouldn't at least try to maintain what we can as best as we can along the way. Everything is a metaphor for our impending death. Um, okay. Maybe we should just cook. Exactly. Our fragile existence makes small treasures like a good company, strong teeth, and innovative food all the more precious. Seems pretty depressing. But I guess you've put a nice spin on it. You get it. Now, what recipe did you bring for us today, Eliza? Well, 
I guess in keeping with positive spins, I brought a recipe that most people know of, but with a vegetarian twist. Oh my, tell me more. Okay, um, so it's basically mashed chickpeas, ranch dressing, hot sauce, and then a bunch of cream cheese and cheddar cheese cooked over medium heat until nice and melty. I'm... I'm sorry, you mentioned several, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it appears you mentioned several dairy products in this recipe. Yes, is that okay? Are you vegan? Vegan more by default these days. I don't think there was any viable dairy left in California since the nuclear event irradiated all dairy cows and the rash of cheese riots that followed, but that must have been six or more months ago. Yeah, I am... Started the first cheese ride in Echo Park, I think. You think? Pretty sure, yeah. I bit a kid in the cheese aisle, and her mom kind of took it real bad, so, well, we brawled a little bit, and then I stole as much cheese as I could fit under my shirt. <laughs> Eliza? Pretty silly, huh? Kind of goes back to your thing about enjoying what you can. That's not how I meant it at all. In fact, I detest any sort of violence because it... Oh my, you really did grab a lot of cream cheese there. The last bit in L.A. County. Let's dive right in. Great. So first, you'll want to open a full can of chickpeas, drain, and then mash really well in a bowl with a potato masher or something. I only have a fork. Might take a little extra muscle, but it'll work just fine. Uh, will you get started on that step? Sure thing. While you do that, I'm going to get this cream cheese started. Oh, no. That is quite pungent. Really? I don't smell anything. Are you certain? Yeah, you've probably forgotten what real cheese products smell like. It's been so long. Maybe. So you're putting an entire block of that in the pot here. How do I... how do I turn this thing on? Pardon my reach... And I hope you'll forgive me for bringing it up, but since all refrigerators have been seized by the provisional government, and I'm deducing that this cheese has been sitting at room temperature for months? Kind of. It's been pretty cool at night, and I keep all my cheeses tucked away in my rain boots during the day. Anyhow... So once this cream cheese starts to break down... Which is happening at an almost uncomfortable rate, I'm observing. Oh, that's standard. I'm pretty sure. If you say so. Then you can add in a half a cup of ranch and half a cup of hot sauce. I'm using Frank's red hot sauce because it's what I'm used to. Elaine, would you mind uh, passing me those bottles sitting at the foot of this dental chair, please? Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I was captivated by the cooking cream cheese on what appears to be gray-green bubbles manifesting near the surface of the dissolving block. Oh, that means it's time to add the chickpeas and cheddar cheese. Oh, my. That cheddar cheese is, um, evolved. Oh, it's still good. Trust me. Maybe we should take a quick break. When we return, we'll wrap up Eliza's buffalo chickpea dip. Don't go anywhere. It's illegal. 
This week's episode is brought to you by the news. Want to know what's going on? Curious about who exactly is in charge in the absence and presumable death of every elected official? When the grid fails and there is no more potable water, who can you turn to? The answer is the news. The news is the coolest, freshest, non-government and non-nonprofit alliance out there. Unlike so many others, the news has no objection to using radical violence. Oh my... Uh, radical violence in order to secure safety for those who are enlisted among their ranks. The news cannot be taken down and issues no apologies, only truths. The news controls the information, ergo it controls the knowledge, ergo it controls the power. The news is power. The news can be seen looting and pillaging your local streets every evening at 7 p.m. and again for a full hour at 9 p.m. You'll know it's on when you hear trumpet-heavy musical tones echoing through the otherwise dead silent night. Prospective members of the news should arrive early, bring bartering materials, and wear a snappy tie. Keep an ear out for the news. The olds are dead. Of course. I mean, we all get stomach bugs from time to time, and I wouldn't recommend this dish if you have any lactose sensitivity, but it's fine. Okay, welcome back, folks. I'm here with Eliza Motes, and we're cooking up a rich and, um, well, rich at least, a very rich, what would you call this, Eliza? Just a buffalo chickpea dip. It's a meatless alternative to that super tasty party snack. Yes, we have heated up an 8-ounce block of room-temperature cream cheese in our one-quart saucepan. We then added a can of drained and mashed chickpeas, a half cup of both Frank's Red Hot and Ranch dressing, and are about to add the final component. Shredded cheddar cheese. I'm adding half the package here. I suppose only about half of this package is any good. Looks like quite a lot of greenish mold has manifested. Where? Oh, that's harmless. It's still fine to eat. No, no, I really don't recommend that at all. It's basically like a cheddar blue cheese now. That's not how it works at all. Please do not eat the remainder of that. Oh, doesn't that smell good? Well, yes, I'll admit that this warm mixture of cheesiness and buffalo flavor does smell quite good. The last part is the easiest. Wow, tortilla chips, you are full of surprises, Eliza. The secret is an unwavering commitment to survival and an equally strong unwillingness to sacrifice my creature comforts. I've actually heard that Eliza Motes was a force of nature at the ration swap. You are very pleasant outside of that role, I must say. Don't get between me and what I want. That's all. Fair enough. Is this dip ready to consume? It sure is. Elaine, here. Let's turn this bad boy down to low. It's best to keep it a little warm while you're eating it. I'm both nervous and excited to try dairy again after all this time. Oh, you're gonna love this. Here's a chip. Thank you. Shall we? After you. Mmm, it's still a little hot, but... But wow, this is amazing! I know, right? I mean, I do taste a little funkiness, I want to say. Oh, Elaine, you've totally forgotten how cheese tastes. That foot-like taste is normal. I'm fairly certain that it's not, but am reassured by your insistence somehow. You are, after all, still alive. Exactly. Chips, cheers! Oh, 
Oh my, that was adorable, pressing our gooey chips with alarmingly orange chickpea dip together in a toast like that. How would you describe this dish, Eliza? Um, I don't know. Delicious? Tangy in a good way? Absolutely flawless? I agree with the general idea behind that description. I can see this being the sort of thing that is difficult to stop eating. The chickpeas lend a density to the dip, and of course, I'm a huge fan of anything buffalo-flavored, so this entire thing is right up my alley. Pass the chips? Cool. Well, I gotta go. Uh, do you have any Tupperware? Um, no. I do have an old Ziploc baggie. One corner is missing. Oh, that'll work. Oh, you're taking the whole... Yes, that's only fair, of course. Well, I really can't spare to share too much, Elaine. But how's this? I will be a little less diligent in scraping the sides of this one-quart pot here. You can snack as you clean up. Here, have four more chips. Thank you for your generosity, Eliza. And thank you for sharing, if not all that much food, actual knowledge that will sustain our more resource-rich listeners. No problem. Bye. Wow, that was a quick and concise recipe and an even quicker and more concise exit from our guest, Eliza Motes. Well, here we go. Mmm, this is quite a good dip here. It is filling and savory, and anyone who loves that familiar buffalo chicken dip but finds themselves lacking that trusty can of chicken, I definitely recommend attempting this vegetarian twist. This buffalo chickpea dip is really quite divine, even if there is an unfamiliar, tangy kind of flavor present. Perhaps Eliza is correct, and I've simply become used to the de facto vegan lifestyle that these nuclear events have imposed upon the surviving population. Wow, I'm not sure if the mics picked that up, but my stomach is having quite the, um, reaction to this yummy dip. I guess I'm just not used to eating old, expired, moldy... Excuse me. <clears throat> Sorry for the interruption, folks. I won't beat around the bush here. This recipe is delicious, but volatile. Do not use expired dairy products in any cooking setting. You will, if I recall something an old friend once said to me, pay for it through the butt. I don't want to belabor the point, but I cannot emphasize enough that expiration dates and refrigeration are of the utmost importance. I know it seems silly, but the old government may have been onto something when they mandated such things as food regulation. Hopefully, I don't get in trouble for saying that... <clears throat> the frequency of vomit and diarrhea bouts has lessened, and I'm finally on the road to recovery here at the LA Dental Clinic. Listeners, some things are worth taking a risk for. I hope those of you at home exercise caution and leave yourselves open to reasonable amounts of simple pleasures. As we take a ride on this planet, in its period of perpetual dusk and thick cloud walls of radioactive dust, we must judge for ourselves what is and is not worth the risk. We're still human, after all, and possess unique proclivities for diving headfirst into both harmless fun and potentially self-annihilating misadventure. 
It is entirely in keeping with the human brand that we can hardly tell the difference in the moment. That's life, I guess. I'm so thankful you were able to join me this evening. This has been Elaine's Cooking Podcast for the Soul. I'm Elaine Martinez, poisoned by expired dairy, but not crying, hugging you. Good night. This episode of Elaine's Cooking for the Soul was written and directed by Allison Slice and produced by Mackenzie Mazell. This show was brought to you by The Period Network. Story by Allison Sliceman. Elaine Martinez was voiced by Rosa Delgado. The part of Eliza Moats was played by Elisa Lorraine Garcia. Find out more about Elisa at her website, www.elisalorainegarcia.com. Also, Elisa is an absolute powerhouse who runs a production company that has been focused on making 12 short films in 12 months. Go and follow it on Instagram at cinematic repertory underscore company. Link will be in the show notes. The Courier Bravely Transporting Elaine's episodes was voiced by Rachel Wong. Logo design by Matt LeBlanc. Special thanks to Jason Smith and the Boyle Heights Arts Conservatory. Elaine's Cooking for the Soul now has a Patreon. If you feel like supporting the show with a dollar, five dollars, or even more, go find us over at patreon.com. Patrons get to hear our guest interviews and enjoy other exclusive Elaine's content. And it's just a great way to connect with us and support what we're doing. If you're still alive and listening, that's great news. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share this podcast with your fellow survivors. It's the only way anyone will know we still exist. Or at least, did exist at some point. You can also follow Elaine on Twitter at Elaine's Cooking or on Instagram at Elaine's Cooking. You can email us at Elaine Martinez DDS at LADentalCare.org. Every recipe we use is achievable with a can do attitude, a stovetop, and approval from the interim government. We'd love to hear your apocalyptic recipe ideas and see your attempts at what we've cooked up this week. Remember, boil your water and never give up. Until next time. Made it to the end of another episode. That's good news. Be wary out there, people. And if ever in doubt, just hold on to your wisdom teeth. We do not want them removed. There's more than just you or me at stake here. Keep listening, living, keep safe, and find us again next week.